Charlie Dead Games update with the latest news about Charlie Dead Games. Hi, this is John Ryer with your Tritech Games update. This is September 28th, 2014. So today I'm going to talk about the uh, updates and changes I've made to the Tritech Games Savage Worlds Fringeworthy uh, rule set. Uh, I've been a busy little bee and I've gotten some and some changes in. Uh, number one is I actually now have a sandbox version of the of the junkyard uh, pocket stop or pokey wall, however you want to refer to it. Uh, basically, what I did was cannibalize the existing junkyard dog adventure and turn it into a, into a sandbox. It's now in the main rule set. Toward the end, uh, you can look at the table of contents and see where it is. Um, by now, by sandboxing it, what I've taken and created a, a little a small map, which I need to make some more uh, updates to. Um, and I've pretty much described the area, places where you can encounter things and, uh, well, have adventures. And provided at least three different adventure hooks so the GM has something to work with. This is pretty much the style I'm going to do for all the sandboxes. Give you enough information about the area, where things are, potential uh, adventures you can have in those areas, and then it's pretty much up to you, the players, and the GM to uh, see what's what's there and what trouble you get yourself into. So that's number one. Uh, the second thing I did was I created the Fringeborn character template. Uh, now we've talked about this before in the pod in the uh, podcast, the Tritech Games podcast. Fringeborn are those individuals who, well, basically are born of a fringe-worthy parent, a mother. She passed through the portal while still while pregnant, and uh, yes, the child in her womb was turned into a fringe-worthy individual. This, of course, is not explained to the players in the Fringeborn characters because that's a secret they needed to discover during the game. So in the player section, it just mentions that they are the child of a Fringeworthy person and they inherited the ability to be Fringeworthy. It's actually not true. It's just what the supposition is. Uh, it goes over... Basically, it allows them to build their characters with six attribute points instead of the normal five. And when they go through training, they uh, they basically can go through normal training, either IDET or TASE. And, but instead of getting an extra attribute bonus, that's sort of counted into the six points they get. And instead they get an extra advance they can then spend to improve their character in some way. Buy a new skill, get another edge, uh, get uh, whatever. So that's the Fringeborn. That also means I also created the Fringeborn Edge, which is only available if you are Fringeborn. Uh, I'll have to make note of that in the uh, in the Edge itself. That's only available to characters who use the Fringeborn template, uh, but it does give you some bonuses uh, to being Fringeborn. Uh, you you do have much more knowledge of the local area. So basically, any place in any of the known worlds. In the immediate area, let's say within five or six port, uh, platforms either direction, uh, you know them. 
you can just make a common knowledge roll, so there's no unknown information. Uh, I also made some minor edits to the, the diplomat edge just to uh, make it more useful uh, for folks to take later on. The next thing that was added to the game was uh, campaign types and styles. Actually, styles have already been, been there, and they were originally called types, but I've renamed them styles because that's more along the line of what they are. They're just short little paragraphs uh, that mention different styles of uh, campaigning. These were taken originally from the D20 book, and they probably will get some more editing and some more changes as more information comes in. I may also add a few more. Uh, there's some other types I folks have missed, uh, including I would call the Dark Fringe. Uh, if you're uh, dark fringe is basically what would happen when if Sayuri and, uh, and Dr. Hatsumi all went to the American station and were arrested by the Americans. And this is now a big, deep, dark secret black op, black project run by the Americans. Sounds like a certain TV show, but you know, it's a possibility. Now, the other thing is, are the types. Now, in the original D20 book, if you have it, it, they were called models. And this is basically different eras of campaigning. The early years, um, well, I'm going to call them by different names. So they're going to be called the early years from uh, year zero to year five. From year five to year 20, that's the exploration, well, exploration uh, phase. Where basically you're getting out and looking for things and finding. There's enough fringe really now. They can actually do a lot more exploring, a lot more investigating and, and branching out and seeing what's out there. From 20 years to maybe 120 years is the established campaign. Basically, it's we got so many fringe worthy. It's a business now. It's it's freelancers. Not everyone belongs to an agency. You could play a freelance team, which is going to be another type of characters available, uh, which I may actually, which I'll be adding in the uh, the freelancers. They basically have no training other than what they've gotten. I'll be doing some more work on them, and hopefully they'll be in the next drop. I'll add that to my notes. Work on freelancers. Now another change was I renamed the. Re- the United Nations uh, Space Agency to WAXA, World Aeronautics Exploration and, no, actually World Aerospace Exploration and Aeronautics. This is the group that takes, well, basically they, they want to be in charge of space exploration via the fringes. And they want their own fringe worthy because they just can't, you know, get the time with a team. And the, basically to train to be an astronaut and everything you need, you need to do, it's about as rigorous or if not more, it, well, it is rigorous. It's as rigorous as being a fringe worthy explorer. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting trying to have a person who's fringe worthy and an astronaut. Chances are you're not going to see very many astronauts as fringe worthy. In fact, that's going to be a statistically unlikely number, so they're going to have to pull these folks either from the original fringe worthy ranks, or find folks who have the skill set you need to basically go to Mars, go to one of the moons of Jupiter or Saturn, and well, 
set foot on a on a on a world and then get leave leave that world and drive home and uh have a nice day. I also um will mention that uh, the there's another group uh that's been in the book but I should mention before and that's the United Nations Peacekeepers Fringe Division. Reviewing everything reviewing how the United Nations operates when it comes down to doing things such as well putting guns in people's hands and telling them to protect and and or shoot people, that's all in the peacekeepers, and that's under the direct purview of the Security Council. I really don't see a, a separate entity forming. In fact, I see the, the peacekeeper fringe division forming just to protect the bases. So all the non-fringe soldiers down Hatsumi and also stationed at Alice Springs and, uh, and any other fringe uh, operational base will probably be from the United Nations uh, fringe division, uh, peacekeeper fringe division. So, and they'll be under someone else's control. Uh, they'll, they will report to the base commander who will be part of UNITA, but yeah, different groups. Uh, this is sort of the way the UN operates. So things I'm going to be to do my to do to do list for next week. One of my goals is to update the campaign types. Uh, this will require getting information from Richard Holga on the uh, upcoming Portals uh, Book 4. Uh, my main thing is getting a timeline from him exactly when this happens. This, so this may actually change uh, the different timelines. Uh, one, the one that most likely will affect is the one I didn't mention before, and that's the New Commonwealth timeline, which takes place from 120 years on. Because based on what I know about Portals Book 4, that may be invalidated. So I may actually have to remove that campaign type from the book. And we recommend you get Portals Book 4 for more information on what to do after what happens in Portals Book 4. Also, one thing that has come up in our discussions on Facebook, and I do recommend going to our Facebook pages. There, It's the Fringeworthy Game Design page. Uh, I'll have links to it in the Fringeworthy fans page, or fans of Fringeworthy, where there'll be a link to that group uh, where we have various discussions. Uh, it comes down to, a, it's about the UN. The UN ain't got much money. Uh, it's pretty much hat in hand every year looking for more money for operations. Uh, it really depends on its member nations to pony up and pay their dues and to, well, fund operations mandated by the UN. Which sort of means that the fringe, the fringe-worthy are going to have to operate on a budget. Yeah, there's the million-dollar signing bonus, but that doesn't come from the United Nations. That comes from your your nation. You know, the United States pays their inductees a million dollars. The Russians pay, I forgot how many rubles, 17 million rubles, something like that, or 38 million rubles where the number is, and the China, Japanese would pay about 109 yen, million yen signing bonuses for whoever joined. But that money is coming from your governments. That sort of does mean you are a bit, your fringe really are a bit beholden to their governments. So yeah, nationality is important. Politics will be coming into play. Uh, once there's enough of any one, one nationality in, with fringe members, there'll be a demand for single-nation fringe-worthy groups, single-nation IDET teams, 
all Russians, all Japanese, all Chinese, all American. Uh, because they want, well, they want information. They want that new technology. And yes, the UN is supposed to ha- be handling this stuff and spreading it out. But it's kind of hard to do it when, you know, the money's coming from somewhere else. So in the first five years, it's going to be a lot of politics going on on to exactly who is in charge. I mean, who really is in charge and who gets to have first first whack at the technology? It does mean, you know, more you would need corporate sponsorship for, for some folks. Some folks may simply decide we want to be, you know, fringe. We, we're all fringe worthy. We want to join, but we want to join as independents. And, well, they won't be independent because they'll be sponsored by a corporation. And we'll have to look into that. But operate, actual operations, base operations, and so forth will be handled like, well, will be handled differently. You'll have a budget set for each um, team member. So if you have five members on a team, you'll get a certain budget number. And from that budget number, you can requisition different gear. Now, some gear will, will not be available. You're explorers. Yeah, you can get a rifle. Yes, you can get a pistol. Can you get a law? No. You can't get a law. You can't get a, you can't get a, a, any tank weapon. You can't get a tank. Uh, the Moscovy has been stripped down to uh, its basic level, and, and it has machine gun mounts. And they're light machine guns, so you don't get the heavy machine guns. Why? That goes for the peacekeepers. The peacekeepers get the really good toys. Many because they're trained on how to use them full time. You, your training is more like a technician's training in, in, in the armed forces. Yeah, you got to be able to shoot well and so forth. But for the most part, your training is actually in your area's expertise. Are you a, are you a historian? Are you, uh, like I said, are you electronic tech or whatever? You know, you're, you're basically, your training and your service is going to be dependent upon what your skill set is. That's something to keep in mind. Uh, which does mean I need to update the description of the United Nations uh, Interdimensional Agency. That needs to be updated and make, make clear that to, for gaming purposes, I mean, if you can't, I, I'll put notes in for, for the alternate versions of it. But for the, mo- for the most part, they have a consistent... Uh, group in there and free of political appointees, though that could be really be fun if you wanted them. Um, to have basically, it's run in, as a, as an affiliate organization, though with more ties. And because it was originally formed by the United Nations Security Council, probably more ties to the to to that group than it would be to the UN Assembly. But they'll want to have their fingers in too. So, but it won't be as tight as it is in the original game. It would be a little looser. It would be more independent operations. Uh, that, and, of course, like I said, I'll be adding in the uh, Freelancer Fringe Wave, but there definitely will be a late campaign. There'll be, a, at least in the uh, either in the uh, exploration phase or in the established campaign where you can be a freelancer and have no, no, no affiliation whatsoever for a group. Uh, right now, in the early years, I think within the next 20 years, you're not getting onto the fringes unless you, you work for somebody. You're representing a nation or a corporation. Do this to be a freelancer will take some doing, though. The freelancers can also come from a world. Think about, you know, right now in the game, you can play a person for a Victorian uh, 
Earth or a person from uh, from Earth Prime. But you can't play someone initially from, say, Pax Romana or the Mongolian Horde. Well, once you get past five years and everyone's and all the basic groups are found, yeah, why not? Why why can't why can't you play a group of misfits who have no affiliation with with the United Nations IDA, and they're out there exploring mostly for their own world, or just for their own personal gain? That's quite possible too. So the freelancer is another group. Uh, some people call them walkers, but I would say. For them to make any decent uh, progress, they'll have to be affiliated with somebody. So that's my; those are my things for the, for the upcoming week. Uh, as I said, download the the playtest uh, rules because they've changed, and they'll change again in a, in a week again in, in, in next week. And we'll get this thing done, and we'll get this out there. As always, please give me feedback. You know, if you find uh, some error or something you can't understand or doesn't make sense, let me know. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys uh, later, and uh, we'll get this game done ASAP. Thank you. This was a TriTech Games update.